Space. The final frontier. go where no one has gone before. With Star Trek Strange New World set to launch Thursday, everyone wants to know, will it be good? Is it worth my time to watch it? Is it more of the new Trek we've been watching, or is it something else? There's Star Trek Prodigy for kids, Star Trek Lower Decks for laughs, and Star Trek Picard for familiar faces. And of course, there is Star Trek Discovery for a bleak, weepy series that favors long story arcs with grim, dark stories. Star Trek Strange New Worlds is instead a deliberate throwback in the style of the original series. It will be episodic in nature, but with serialized character stories. So while we will get a new adventure each week, the crew will be carrying the lessons from each of their experiences into the next episode with them. And you people, you're all astronauts on some kind of Star Trek. And while the producers of New Star Trek wanted to make not your dad's version of the show, just ask Jason Isaacs. Um... The franchise quickly steered into convoluted storytelling cleaned up by grasping at fan service and a hodgepodge of episodes that felt a lot like running in place looking for a point. I like science. This may have been just a case of too many cooks in the kitchen, as each episode of Discovery and Picard had over 20 credited producers. But it's that fan service that may very well be giving us the best Star Trek show in decades. Strange New Worlds is a spin-off of Season 2 of Discovery, as well as a prequel to the original series. Anson Mount's portrayal of Captain Christopher Pike was so good, fans demanded he get his own show. And Alex Kurtzman, following the first two difficult seasons of Discovery, was eager to explore that idea. Strange New Worlds has been designed to address some of the discontent in Star Trek's large and vocal fan base regarding the direction Kurtzman and his writers have taken the franchise. And we, as well as the majority of critics, are happy to report Strange New Worlds is heading in the right direction. Critics were recently allowed to view the first five episodes of the show. And while there is a limit to what we can tell you, if you've been watching The Orville and hoping Star Trek would take some notes, you don't want to miss this episode. And if you haven't already subscribed to our channel, please do so now. And give us a thumbs up if you want more news about your favorite shows. Also, click the notification bell to never miss an episode. And make sure you stay tuned to the end to see how to get this awesome Star Trek Captain Pike-inspired graphic design from the amazing artists at MixTees.com. Despite all the marketing that has been done to bring potentially jaded Star Trek fans back to Paramount Plus with promises of episodic Star Trek reminiscent of the original series, we need to caution you about Strange New Worlds. It's not a total return to the Trek you remember, and if you go into it thinking it will be an updated version of TOS or TNG, you're going to be disappointed. You have no idea how much I'm restraining myself from knocking you on your ass. Yes, Strange New Worlds is a return to optimism, and the show actually begins to hit its stride in Episode 5. But it also has some of the usual mix of melodramatic moments, sketchy plotting, and the lapses in logic we've sadly gotten used to. As we've mentioned before, new Star Trek writers have a tendency to tell us instead of show us, and there is still a lot of that in Strange New Worlds. 
So yes, while we are getting the TOS original recipe with this show, you'll have to keep an open mind and temper your expectations for a complete return to old Trek. But that said, we do believe this is the best iteration of Star Trek since 2017, and we are excited to explore the series with all of you. So just a warning, there may be spoilers ahead as we explore the first five episodes. Episode 1, Strange New Worlds. New Star Trek series generally experience growing pains for a couple of seasons. TNG didn't smooth out until Riker grew the beard, and Voyager didn't know what it was until Seven of Nine showed up. Every decision is debated, every action questioned. The fact that Strange New Worlds is starting strong could be a promising sign of what's to come. The first episode does a great job of establishing a setting and letting us know who the characters are and how they will relate to one another. Strange New Worlds also does a great job helping us understand the geography of the Enterprise by having the camera focus on smaller locations for longer periods of time, as opposed to Discovery where we never really understand where anything is on the ship outside of the bridge. The show opens with Pike Fullbeard contemplating his return to the stars following what he saw about his future fate in Discovery Season 2. But it isn't long before he and Spock are reunited to rescue Number 1 from a spy mission on a pre-warp planet that hasn't turned out well. The show takes time to imbue each of the characters with personality, and we learn that each of them is carrying a secret or inner turmoil that they aren't sharing with the others. Episode 2 Children of the Comet. In this episode, the Enterprise discovers a rogue comet that is on course to hit an inhabited planet, potentially killing millions of people. The comet possesses an ancient interior machine, preventing easy rerouting of it. While not the same, it reminded us of the TOS episode, For the World is Hollow and I Have Touched the Sky. This episode is focused on Uhura, who is still a cadet, but must walk across a comet's surface and face the challenges of being a Starfleet officer. Pike must negotiate with a religious tribe who worship the comet and protect it as it flies through the heavens. They assure Pike the comet is intelligent and that its will may not be interfered with. This will be an exercise in diplomacy and we get to see Spock in a moment of heroism. Episode 3, Ghosts of Illyria In Ghosts, a strange incurable affliction has taken control of the crew, giving them a strange preoccupation with staring at bright lights. Dr. Mbenga learns that a recent visit to a planet that was once the home to a race of genetically engineered beings is the source of the infection, but he can't find a cure. Only number one seems to be immune and has to be the one to ultimately find a cure. The secondary plot for this episode is of Pike and Spock, who must decipher an ancient glowing scroll to find out what happened to the planet's population. We learn a lot about Una Chin Riley during this episode, including some secrets. We also learn some secrets about Mbanga that really develop his character. Episode 4, Memento Morai. In this episode, we get a lot of action that focuses on Lieutenant La'an Noonien Singh. Yes, a relative of that Noonien Singh. <laughs> We learn that La'an has had to keep her altered genetic engineering secret, which causes her to struggle as an outsider while technically being superior to those around her. This episode is really exciting for us because we get to see the Gorn again, which we remember from that classic TOS episode, Arena, where Kirk fought the Gorn. <laughs> oh, again. In this episode, the Enterprise is attacked by a Gorn ship. 
Laon, who has experience with the Gorn, tells Pike that usual Starfleet tactics won't work. As the Enterprise is being attacked, the crew pair off to work together to solve smaller problems within the crisis. Uhura and Hemmer have to repair a vital image part after Hemmer's hands are injured. This is the way we love Star Trek, watching intelligent people solve problems intelligently. Episode 5, Spock Amuck. This episode releases some of the pressure built up by the previous episodes. There are four plot points and a lot of humor. While docked at a space station, Pike is tasked with negotiating and convincing a notoriously difficult species into joining the Federation. Spock is reunited with his betrothed wife T'Pring, who is annoyed that he chose to be on the Enterprise instead of staying back on Vulcan. Apparently we learn Vulcans can mate outside of Ponfar here. Of course, we remember T'Pring from the classic TOS episode Amok Time and that classic fight between Spock and Kirk. Also in this episode, we learn more about Nurse Chapel and Lieutenant Ortegas. And of course, we recall Nurse Chapel fell in love with Spock in TOS, and we do see some foreshadowing of that here. Finally, we learn that Laon and Una have begun to bond as friends. They are both serious people, and they share another secret we won't divulge here, which was a pretty big surprise. The two discover that the Enterprise's ensigns are involved in an ongoing secret game of Enterprise Bingo, and the two senior officers attempt to play themselves. So, with five episodes in and five more to go for Star Trek Strange New World Season 1, as well as Season 2 being made, the show is definitely showing promise. A couple of other interesting notes is that unlike Kirk, who usually started each episode with a captain's log, Strange New Worlds tends to rotate character log entries in an attempt to give us more depth and understanding of each character. The show also leans into Spock's more emotional behavior, as was seen in the pilot episode of the original series. We've always had our reservations about the emotional Ethan Peck Spock, and while this show does lean into that, there is some justification as the pilot episode is considered canon. Perhaps we'll see this version of Spock slowly morph into the TOS version we love and adore. If Strange New Worlds can continue to progress, we believe this will be the best of new Star Trek. As usual, Mount's charisma puts everything over the top, and we are looking forward to seeing how fans react to the show moving forward. What do you think? Are you excited to watch Strange New Worlds? How do you feel about all of the legacy characters joining the show? Are you happy for a return to episodic Star Trek? How do you rank Ethan Peck Spock compared to Leonard Nimoy and Zachary Kitos? Let's talk about it in the comments below. Also, check out this awesome Star Trek Captain Pike-inspired graphic design from the amazing artists at MixTees.com. Get 20% off your purchase by using coupon code THEPOPCAST. The link is in the description below.